All right, failers. We're back after a two-week break, uh, which is actually... We have two sponsors today. First being vacations. Um, we took a vacation for a couple weeks. Actually, it was more like work was just too busy. Uh, so we apologize for not getting getting content out to you, failers. Uh, but, and the second one being goalposts. Uh, goalposts ends up in Tennessee River when oh, Rocky Top knocks off Alabama. So it was a great weekend. Uh, yeah, but but we're back. We're back. All right, so we'll get a quick rundown of the matchups from week six. I know we missed a couple weeks here, uh, but you guys know what your teams did. Uh, whether you won or whether you lost, it is what it is. It is what it is. So looking at it, we'll start from the top here, how we got it laid out. So we have the Queen Elizabeth Pack versus William's new bike. Uh, so Queen Elizabeth was nice enough to help William get a new bike uh, from her deathbed. Um, Dennis came out swinging with a big week uh, from Jamar Chase Dion Jack. Is it Dion? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. But dude put up 28.1, just wild. And then Josh Allen put up 26.36. Yes, I tried to send some low ball offers to Dennis uh, because I didn't want that to happen, and sure enough, it did. Uh, it wasn't enough from 29.7, 22.8, and 18.5 out of Tyree, Christian, and Saquon. Moving on to the next one here, we have a battle of rough teams. Uh, Eric, yet again, not getting to 100, but getting his first win of the season, beating the bruised, battered, and injured Johnsonville Brats. Uh, Ken Walker, who I traded to Eric and now I'm very upset about because he's nice. Um... Led the way with 19 points. Alvin Kamara, 18.4. A.J. Brown, 17.7. Top scores for Mr. Poof, 14.8 from Kyler, 14.7 from Josh Palmer. And same with Devin Singletary. Next matchup we got here is Timmons versus Tro, the undefeated versus the defeated. Uh, and it stays that way. Timmons gets the win here behind Burrow, Diggs, and Kelsey, 32, 30, and 19, respectfully. Uh respectfully whatever uh and then team tro uh led by michael pittman 26.4 uh Devontae smith 15.4 and dalvin cook 15.3 next week up we got here the j and j vaccine versus renaya tuya sosopo uh they them cannot get it done uh they took another l here behind uh tim's three-headed monster over Roger stevenson Leonard Fournette and Alan Lazard. Uh, Debo, Zeke, and Amari Cooper was not quite enough to get it. Uh, I feel like Renai is right there always, but never can really uh, come through. So, it's almost like she's non-existent. That's what some people are saying. Next one we got here is the Berg, Davis, and Billy versus the Grip, Reaper, and UB. So bad week to be a queen. Uh, Don goes UB. Uh, Eckler, Ertz, and Pierce weren't quite enough to outdo Mark Andrews, Brees Hall, and Patty Mahomes. Uh, that was a 119.22 to 95.12 victory for Billy in that one. And then in the stinker of all stinkers, Tristan comes up with a win, only scoring 72.82 fantasy points behind the Tampa Bay Trio, led by Chris Godwin, 15.5. Ryan suck up 14 and Tom Brady 13.72. 
So usually when you see a kicker in your top score, you're not winning much, as Eric would know, because Daniel Carlson has been up there a few weeks. But Tristan does get the win, 72.82 over the Pollard Express and Ty, who was led by Cooper Cup, Lamar Jackson, and then David Montgomery. His third score only scored nine points. So not the week you wanted if you my were team tie, but or Tristan really, but Tristan got the win, so I guess it counts, right? Do they have guys on by. I I really don't know. Like I I didn't honestly open it up more than the top three, but uh, I can do that right now and I mean, take a look. Not anybody that they would have started. Yeah, I mean I'm mean, on Raw and Derrick Henry. Yeah, but like other than that, for Trist or for Ty, like that's his team. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre Swift is hurt, so he should be back this week. But oh, true, I didn't see him down there. Um, yeah, overall, just a just a, a rough performance. Lamar stinks again, I guess. Like, who knows? But, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll move on to this week. So, Breezy, you want to give us our, our first matchup here? I would love to. The first one I got up here, <sighs> these stupid ads, man. It's Renaya Tui Sosopa against Team Tro. Once this ad finishes, I can give you the rundown, or you can... Well, I can uh, I can take it over since since you have it, so, you know. Our budget's going up, that's why we have ads, right? You know, people just want to want to hear what we got to say. So, this is a tough matchup here. Uh, we got 1-5 Renaya versus 0-6 Team Tro. Um, Renaya is 9.3 point underdogs, um, and that is because Miles Sanders is still in the lineup on bye. So I'm assuming once Devontae Adams comes back in, that's going to be 18 points swing. So uh, Gailey is really the nine-point favorite in this matchup. So with that being said, we got Gino versus Herbert. Herbert laid an absolute stinker. That guy's on my hate list right now because I literally needed 11 points from him in another league, and he scored five. Ugh. So, um, but that being said, they're playing each other. I mean, Herbert... I just thinks better, even though Gino's technically a better fantasy quarterback this year by a little bit. I'm going to give the slight edge to Herbert. Uh, Zeke and James Robinson versus Chase Edmonds and J.D. McKissick. So let's check Tro's bench. Ooh. Yeah, Dalvin Cook on by definitely hurts there. Uh, so Chase Edmonds and J.D. McKissick versus Zeke and Robinson. We're going Team Gailey there. Uh, Debo and Amari versus C.D. and Pittman. Pretty much a watch. wash. You got 10 and 11 in Debo and Amari. Um, and then you got CD and Pittman, 12 and 14. So pretty much washing that out. Kyle Yips versus Logan Thomas. Oddly enough, kind of a wash again. Uh, and then we got, we're sliding Devontae Adams in for Miles Sanders with Rondale Moore versus Mike Williams um, and DeAndre Hopkins, who's back. So that's a big, big addition for Tro. But I still don't think it's quite enough to, to get him over the edge. I got Gailey in this one. Um, but I think, I think Tro can cover. I think he can he can hang around and, and maybe cover this one. Yeah, I don't I don't think Tro's gonna be able to cover this. I mean Chase Edmonds and JD McKissick as your two starting running backs is kinda rough. Logan Thomas against Green Bay with Heineke at quarterback, you just don't really love to see that. So I mean if he could get carried by C D and Pittman and Herbert, then I think he keeps it close. He does have D hop back. Um but other than that, I mean Gailey's due for a pretty big week. I feel like his team is, his team is good. Like Debo, Amari, and 
Kyle Pitts, you would think, would get more points than they've been getting, but they just haven't. So I think there's some decent matchups there that they could maybe have a big week this week, and I'll, I'm going to give it to Gailey, and I think, I think Gailey covers. Well, I guess I led that one, so... Yeah, can... I'll leave this one since I had the had the ads popping up on me. So, for this next matchup, I have the Grip Reaper going up against the J&J Vaccine. Um, we got two stinky quarterbacks, Jared Goff and Daniel Jones. Yeah. Honestly, it just depends on whoever plays better, and it's probably going to be... I don't, I don't even know. Probably Daniel Jones because he's playing against Jacksonville and Goff's playing against Dallas. Um, then for running backs, you got Eckler and Chubb for UB, and then you got Fournette and Jacobs for Timmy D. Um, I'm going to have to give this to UB in terms of running backs just because of Eckler, and you'd have to assume that Nick Chubb will have a bounce back week. It just seems like old man Bill always likes to game plan the best player out of a out of a game, and that's what he did against the Browns last week with uh, Nick Chubb and then for receivers we got Brandon Cooks and DK Metcalf going up against Mike Evans and Alan Lazard um that's kind of tough I mean Gino's been playing pretty well so like Metcalf I mean he's he's also been playing pretty well so Cooks you would have to think will be able to have a pretty decent week against Vegas their secondary is usually pretty questionable um but Evans against Carolina that's pretty much the best defense that you could go against as a receiver and then uh in terms of fantasy wise not because they're good um and then Lazard against Washington Washington secondary is also poop so I don't know I mean this is kind of a toss-up but I think I'm gonna have to lean on I think I'm just gonna have to leave on lean on a UB here just because I would assume that that Chargers and Seahawks game is somewhat high scoring and then for tight ends, I think this is pretty much a wash. Uh, Njoku's been playing really well. Ertz has been playing really well. Plus, with Hollywood out, he'll probably get a little bit more targets. So I think that that's a wash. And then at flex here, we got Jeff Wilson Jr. And Alec Pierce going up against Ramondre and Jacoby. Um, it depends on Damian Harris, I think. Just because he'll take some goal line touches away from Ramondre. Uh, Wilson had a really bad week last week, but you'd have to assume he bounces back against Kansas City, whose run defense isn't great. Then Pierce is playing Tennessee, whose secondary is terrible. So if and if Zappi plays, Jacoby will have a better week. So all together here, I think that Tim's going to struggle a little bit because he has some pretty big names on by, like Jefferson and Jalen Hurts. Um, so I think that Yubi's going to pull this one out but I do think Tim covers. This team's actually really deep for having probably his two high-scoring players on by this week. Yeah, so I think this matchup's pretty close. Um, the quarterbacks, like Breezy said, it's it's a stink-off. Austin Eckler and Nick Chubb are going to win running back pretty much every week. Um, Austin Eckler just... Honestly, I, he might be my favorite player in the NFL to watch. That's not a stealer. The dude is just fun. Um, but Lenny and Jacobs are solid. Um, and then you got Cooks and, and Metcalf versus Mike Evans and Lazard. So um, I don't know. We'll see what we'll see what happens here with with Tampa if they get back on track. But I'm gonna honestly probably give this one slightly 
to UB maybe. I don't know if I like that or not. I, I can't tell. Um, now nah, I'm going to switch and go to him. Yeah, I'm going to go to him there. Tight end. Ertz maybe a little bit better than Njoku. He's been solid. I know Nuke's coming back, but like Breezy said, Hollywood's out. So I think his production kind of remains the same. Uh, then you got Jeff Wilson, who's been solid, and Alec Pierce, who had a nice touchdown last week. Eric Gailey and Breezy know that I got hyped for that touchdown. <laughs> uh, but I don't know if it's enough to overcome the New England nerds in Ramadre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers. Like Breezy said, um, if Zappy's playing the GOAT. Best ever. He's not He's not a system quarterback. He is the system. Um then I think J- Jacoby gets a boost if it's McCorkle. Um, we know that Jacoby is allergic to the end zone when Mac plays. So, uh, honestly, I think this one's pretty close. Like Breezy said, you know, without Hurts, without Justin Jefferson, and without Goddard, you would expect a, like Tim to get blown out. But I think UB wins, and I'm not overly confident saying that, but I think he wins, but Tim definitely gets the cover here. Mm-hmm. Next one we got Little Miss Traps versus the Berg Davis, a battle of three and three teams, and folks, this is our matchup of the week. We got a point four point spread here, so these teams are very evenly matched. We got Patty Mahomes versus Tom Brady, uh, so obviously Mahomes is going to get the edge there. Then we got King Henry versus James and James Connor. Not sure if Connor's gonna go, uh, but if he doesn't, you just slide AJ Dillon in there, and I think you get relatively the same production versus Najee Harris and Brees Hall. So, I mean, Brees Hall is running back six right now. The dude's an absolute stud. Uh, Derrick Henry's running back eight, but he also was on a bye already. So, those two kind of wash, and then maybe Najee's a little bit better. He looks a little bit closer to being back than either James Conner or A.J. Dillon. So probably a slight edge to Billy there. Then you got Christian Kirk and Tyler Lockett versus T. Higgins and Amon Ra. We're going with Tristan on this one. Um, tight end, having Higby outs tough because Conklin really hasn't done much with Zach Wilson, and Mark Andrews is a freak. So we're going with uh, Billy there. Then you got Etienne and Romeo Dobbs versus Godwin and Ayuk. So I'm taking Tristan on that side. Again, I can see why the spread is 0.4. I think Tristan's lineup is going to outproduce Billy's as a whole, but I think what ultimately wins this game is Patrick Mahomes outperforming Tom Brady by a wider margin, and I think Mahomes gets it done, uh, and I think Billy gets the win here. Yeah, I mean, just looking at Tristan's team... I feel like if he had, I mean, obviously this is playing an if game, but if, if he had Higby, I'd probably side with Tristan in this one. But then you could argue, oh, well, if Billy had Gabe Davis, you know, without buys. But I agree. I think Patrick Mahomes will have a pretty good game against San Fran. Denver's defense is honestly pretty good, which may bottle up Brees a little bit. So I'm actually gonna I'm actually going to pick Tristan in this one. I just think that T. Higgins, you know, assuming he's fully back to getting all the snaps that he should be. Um, Amon Ra, I know, is a little bit dinged up, but he should be back coming off the bye. He should be fresh. And then Chris Godwin. So, like, if if Brady has a big game, 
I mean, you'd have to assume that Godwin also gets those points. So I think in favor of Tristan, it, it comes down to uh, Brady having a big game. And if he does, which, I mean, he is kind of due. Say what you want. He is old and kind of washed, but he should have a big game here soon. So we'll go. I'm going to go with Tristan here. I think that Tristan pulls this one out, but I definitely think it's close. All right. So the next game I got up here is Williams' new bike against the Pollard Express. So right now, Dennis, in fact, has Kenny Pickett in his starting lineup. But that is because Joshy Poo is on by. Uh, going against Lamar, I'm going to have to go Lamar. I mean, even though he's had kind of a couple down weeks here, you'd have to assume that he bounces back against the Brownies. And then for running backs with Dennis, he's got Damian Pierce and Michael Carter going up against uh, – is Swift back? I think he is. He's supposed to be back, So yes. Swift and David Montgomery. Um, honestly, as weird as it sounds, like Pierce might be the best of this bunch just because they like to use him and it seems like they're running the ball a lot. So I don't think that you can say that Michael Carter can bring up that, that back end with that running back too. But So I'm going to have to side with Tyler there with Swift and Montgomery. And then at receiver, we got Chase and Juju and Sutton and Curtis. Jeez, my computer's freaking out on me. Um, but I just don't know with Curtis, with uh, Heineke... I don't know about Juju repeating a week like that, but Jamar Chase, I think, you know, he's the best of this bunch. And Sutton with Mr. Let Russ Cook. Flames dying out in Denver. Must be the altitude. I'm going to have to side with that just because of Jamar Chase. Um, going against Atlanta, you know, they should be able to absolutely destroy them. And then Kittle and Schultz. Schultz has been dinged up. I don't really think that, you know, he's fully back to his full health, so I'm going to have to go with Kittle. And then Pickens and Davis, Corey Davis, going up against Tony P and Devin DuVernay. Don't really love the flexes there for Ty, but he's got Cup on by. I wouldn't be surprised if he slides Bobby Trees up there, but as it stands right now, I think think I'll have to side with Pickens and Davis as much as, you know, it's kind of tough. He also does have Deontay Johnson now, so maybe he'll slide him up there too, so. Uh, He traded Deontay Johnson. Oh, he does? For Daryl Henderson. Well, that's news to me. So let's let's assume that... uh, So Daryl Henderson could go in there. Yeah, so let's assume that Daryl Henderson makes his way into the lineup. I I do think I'm still going to go with Dennis. I was going to pick him anyway. But uh, I'm going Dennis in this one. So... I don't know how I feel about this game. I'm just going to be honest. This is a random... Like, both teams are missing their their top score. But when we saw DeAndre Swift, he was averaging, like, this is here, 16.9 points a game. So, I think he's the best running back on, on, on the bunch. I know you said Damian Pierce. I know he's been solid. But I still think Swift is the best of these running backs. And then David Montgomery is better than Michael Carter. Uh... Lamar Jackson, Baron Kenny Pickett. Jamar Chase is is a freak. I mean, he's going to put up points. Juju, we'll see what he does. Um, Kittle, you know, versus Schultz and Kurt, Curtis Samuel and 
Corlin Sutton are who I don't know. I mean, Curtis maybe is good this week. Who knows with with Heineke? But um, this one's really a coin flip. I, again, I'm giving the edge here to Ty just because of Lamar Jackson. I think at the end of the day, he's going to do really well against Cleveland. Maybe he'll poop in the fourth quarter again and kind of turn it up. Um, but I think I'm going to go with Ty just because of Lamar Jackson. I, I trust that more than, than Kenny Pickett, especially off the concussion. Who knows what's, what's going to happen with him. Um, all right, moving on to the next one here. Uh, we have... Tro's MCL versus Johnsonville Broads. So uh, Timmons is going to be without Stefan Diggs, which means he's going to be looking for a flex play. So probably Antonio Gibson finding his way in there. He's probably going to be running with the Washington uh, backfield. Um, so he's got Burrow versus Kyler, 5-6 and six in fantasy. Um, easier matchup for Joe Burrow. Going to give the edge to Burrow. Uh, Clyde has really fallen off. And then you got Brian Edwards versus Jonathan Taylor and Aaron Jones. So if JT goes, uh, I think that side goes to Breezy. Uh, Diggs is on by, so we'll go Waddle and London. Uh, Waddle's wide receiver seven. Keenan Allen and Darnell Mooney. Um, man, Breezy, your team is Dude, my team is hurt. hurt. Um, Marquise Brown, that, that one hurt. Just when everybody comes back, I get another one. Yeah, because he was wires here five. So if Keenan Allen goes like he's supposed to versus Waddle, and we'll go, I guess, London has been slightly better than Drake, so we'll make him the wide receiver. Or, sorry, London has been slightly better than Terry, uh, so we'll make London the wide receiver two versus Mooney. Uh, Mooney's starting to pick it up, but again, it's Justin Fields in that offense. They barely throw. Justin Fields stinks. Um, so going to give the edge to Waddle in London. Then you got Kelsey versus Hawkinson. So Hawkinson is literally tight end five because he scored like 50 points in a week. Um, So Kelsey's going to get the edge there. Um, And then you got Terry and probably, I guess, Brian Robinson slash Antonio Gibson value them literally the same. Maybe Naheem Hines. If if Jonathan Taylor doesn't go and Naheem Hines goes, then Timmons blows Breezy out. Um, Yep. But Assuming that doesn't happen, Tim's also without a kicker. Um, so am I. So is Breezy. What do you know? Um, so, yeah, this one's got this one's kind of all over the place. Um, Timmons is six zero. Breezy's one and five. I'll make it easy for you. Timmons is gonna win. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Timmons on this <laughs> one. So, Tim, t- I think I think Timmons gets this one done. I could see it. Breezy if Jonathan Taylor plays. Damian Harris may not play either. Ooh. I didn't even, yeah. Damian wow. Harris and Jahan Dotson are both questionable. Yes. Keenan is, Allen may not play against Seattle because yeah, I'm got, pretty sure they have the a bye. Beat, no. I'm pretty sure that the Chargers have a bye coming up, so they may not play him. Hmm. Uh, Hollywood's not, he's out. Jarvis is probably out. Eno, I mean, if James Conner plays it, then he's not really worth playing. But I could slide Joshua Palmer, Palmer back up there, but, you know. My team is hurt. My team stinks. I don't want to talk about it. Hmm. So yeah, I'm gonna lose. If you didn't get that from <laughs> from that, yeah, no, yeah, I think Timmons wins. Kind of what I got. All right. So then our last matchup here, we got treat women respectfully, getting their first win under the new regime of <laughs> treat women respectfully, and Queen Elizabeth Pack. 
So the matchup here, we got Zach Wilson and Dak Prescott. Not even going to waste time on this. It's going to be Dak. Um, Alvin Kamara and Joe Mixon going up against McCaffrey and Barkley. Usually, you would have to talk about this. But, I mean, McCaffrey's catching a million passes again. Saquon's their entire offense. So I'm going to go with Dan's running backs here. Tyreek and Chris Olive going up against DJ Moore and Nico Collins. Again, I don't really know if there's too much to talk about here. Olave's supposed to be back against Arizona. Their defense is terrible. And then Tyreek going up against the Steelers' defense. It could be uh, what the kids call barbecue chicken. So uh, going to have to go Dan's receivers here. Then you got the Muth going up against Waller. A bit of a toss-up here, but I actually think Waller will bounce back, especially against Houston. So I'm actually going to have to side with Waller on this one. And then you got the judge, Mr. Jerry Judy, and Raheem Mostert. I see Dobbins made his way to your bench. And uh, going up against Kenneth Walker, a little revenge game, and Melvin Gordon. Um, Melvin is behind Latavius Murray for some reason and somehow stole carries from Javante. I'm not salty about it or anything, but, you know, I just I don't think Melvin's good. Clearly the Broncos see that too. Judy's a bit of a question mark just because he has Russ on the ball, but Mostert's been pretty solid. Um, Steelers' run defense isn't great without TJ Watt, so I think he'll put up some good points, but Kenneth Walker's pretty solid too going against the Chargers. So overall, though, I do like your flexes more just because Melvin Gordon is basically as useful as a piece of toilet paper with a hole in it. So the spread right now is 25 and a half in favor of Dan, <laughs> which... I would hope Eric can cover, but honestly, I don't know. So, with all that being said, I'm riding with Dan this week. Yeah, I mean, my team was pretty banged up last week, but I think if they bounce back, we'll be fine. Dak's back. I don't have to watch Carson Wentz in my lineup anymore. Um, so, yeah, that uh, that wraps up the pod. It's a little, little quicker one. It is yeah, a we, quicker one. We don't have any additional segments. We do not. But if you have any additional segment, you know, ideas, you can send them into the chat. We'll try to get some guests on here coming up. We do have one additional segment idea. It's a pretty good one. We do. We don't want to we don't want to give anything away, but we have we have plans for a a guest who will be highly entertaining and a great idea for a additional segment. Indeed we do. We'll tease you with that after leaving you high and dry for two weeks. Indeed. But let's actually look at these final standing projections here. I want to see what we got looking here. If it ever loads. You know what? It's not going to load because my computer is a piece of trash. Oh, brother. This guy gets us all excited for some final standing projections. All right. Here they are. Here's what ESPN has. Tro would be 12th after starting out at 8th. I would come up at 11th after starting off at 1. What a fall from grace. Uh, then we got Eric at 10, Marcus at 9, Mr. Engaged himself. Can't be leaving here without the shout-out. Then we got William's new bike at 8. I think that's a little low for Dennis. That could be up for discussion, but personally, I think that's a little low. Then we got Little Miss Traps at 7. We got the Grip Reaper at 6. Tro's MCL at 5. Also, I feel like that's a little low for... Uh, Timmons, but with that running back situation of Clyde, I, I just don't know. I think that might be pretty accurate as long as his receivers can carry him. 
I mean, he has Diggs. Diggs is like auto 20. Yeah. Then we got the Pollard Express at four. Then we got the Berg Davis at three. No movement for Billy. Uh, Queen Elizabeth Pack at two. You're... Started off at the middle of the pack, and now at two. And then the J&J vaccine from two to one. I actually do. Right now, I think my last power ranking said this as well, but I think right now Tim has the best team. So we'll see how it pans out the rest of the year. But that is your ESPN projected standings, and uh, we'll get some additional content on the pod here coming up, fellas. Tim's looking to become a two-time champ, if I'm not mistaken. Now Billy won last year, I think. Yeah, but I thought, I thought Tim won one. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I'm capping. Sorry, Tim, if I'm capping. But I thought you Tim, had let us know. It'll at least stay in the family. I know that. Yeah, yeah, this is true. This is true. All right, fellas. Well, as always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, and we'll, we'll hopefully see you next week. Yes, sir. We'll see you, fellas. Hope everyone stays, uh, stays healthy and has some fun out there. Mm-hmm.